welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart podcast. Each week, we interview the best and brightest in physical therapy, wellness, and entrepreneurship. We give you cutting-edge information you need to live your best life, healthy, wealthy, and smart. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used as personalized medical advice. And now, here's your host, Dr. Karen Litzy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the final episode of 2018. I am joined today by my production assistant, soon-to-be executive producer, Julie Sias. Julie is in her third year of physical therapy school at Chapman University. She is graduating this August, which I cannot believe. Um, So in this episode, not only do we recap the top 10 episodes of 2017, but we also talk about what we have coming up in 2018, and it is a lot of good stuff, I know, because I already did most of the interviews, and Julie gives some great advice to students preparing to go out onto their first clinical, and for students preparing for the MPTE, or our National Physical Therapy exams. So I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for a great year for the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart podcast. Thank you for listening and downloading and telling your friends about it. And of course, we always appreciate a quick review on iTunes if you like what you're hearing. And I just want to thank you on behalf of the entire team, Julie C.S. Courtney Parkman, who's an amazing virtual assistant and does all of the great videos and all of the beautiful graphics for the podcast. I want to thank both of them. And I want to thank all of you and wish you all a very, very happy new year. Hey, Julie, welcome back to the podcast for our annual year and roundup for the Healthy, Wealthy and Smart podcast. So welcome back. Thank you for having me on the show again, Karen. Of course. So for everyone that doesn't know, Julie is... 100% behind the scenes. She does all the show notes. She does all of the work that I am really, really bad at. So she does all of that. (laughs) And I think at the San Diego Pain Summit this year, I think Jason Silvernail was like, oh, you're the one that makes me sound really good. When it's all written up, I'm like, that would be her. (laughs) That's me, guys. Yeah. That's her. So, but Julie is also a physical therapy student in California, and you are now in your third year. So you've had a couple of clinicals. Correct. Right? You've had a couple of clinicals this year. Mm -hmm. You've had the didactic portion. One question I have for you that I think will probably help any students listening is what advice do you have for students preparing to go out into their first clinicals? Because it may be in January. They may be starting in January to go out on those first clinical experiences. Well, I would actually just say relax first off. You have so much knowledge behind you. You've studied for hours and hours on end. You have everything you need to be successful. Honestly, you just have to go into it very energetic, eager to learn, eager to make mistakes because you're going to be making mistakes and just kind of roll with it because everybody's there to support you. There's nothing that you can't really handle. And yeah, just have fun because it's actually now that's the most rewarding part is when you get to actually be in front of that patient and help them with what you've been learning for so many semesters now. And I love that you said, don't be afraid to make mistakes. How did you handle those mistakes? 
Well, it was funny because just recently I had my clinical rotation where my CI told me that one of the sessions we had with a student that was about seven years old, she was wearing long leg braces and I forgot to lock her braces for the session. So when we were going to go walk, she was struggling. And of course she, she wasn't going to be like, Oh, Julie, you know, like you're doing this wrong or whatever. But later on, she kind of told me, she's like, you didn't really notice that. Did you? And I was like, you know what? I didn't. And I was, I just told her, I was like, I'm never going to make that mistake again. And I know for a fact for the rest of my career, I will never forget to lock the long leg braces just because I made that mistake once and now I'll never make it again. So you just have to kind of roll with it. There was no harm in it. And everybody wants you to succeed. So, you know, just relax. Yeah. And what what about if you've had a difficult clinical rotation? Any advice on the best way to handle that? Well, it's kind of funny because in my first clinical rotation, I was in outpatient orthopedics and I attended the San Diego Pain Summit with you Mm -hmm. and we had the panel and I believe Jason Silvernail, was it Ben Cormack was on that panel? Yep, it was Jason Silvernail, Ben Cormack, Nick Tuminello and Jonathan Fass. Yeah, and one of the questions, because I talked to you off to the side, was actually regarding a situation I was having with my clinical instructor. And we were having some disagreements, basically, on kind of what would be the best way to go about patient care. Like, it it was a very broad disagreement. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to have the patients so dependent on me, and I wanted them to kind of get out the door sooner than maybe what the business owner wanted. Difficult. And I remember, yeah. (laughs) And I remember we brought it up to the session. I think Jason said that you just have to be respectful of that experience and take in all the information you can from it, but don't let it influence your treatment philosophy going forward and kind of stay true to who you are, but definitely respect your the clinical instructor that you have and where they're coming from. Cause I know it is challenging the, the whole healthcare landscape right now. So it's, I can completely respect that. Yeah. I think that's great advice. So still being respectful, but not letting that really change your treatment philosophy, change your, the way that you are with your patients and you in general. So I think that's great advice. Now, What were your biggest takeaways from either didactic part of your coursework over 2017 or clinical? Well, I would just say that I've learned a lot in both my my education from my school as well as from all my clinical instructors. But something that I think isn't stressed enough is going to clinicians that are in other resources, so podcasts, just talking to people like you, having mentors, and getting that kind of one-on-one attention that you might need and answering all your questions so that you basically, if you're getting all this information, you're having challenges kind of synthesizing things and knowing what's important. And I think having that mentor to kind of guide you and 
and kind of tell you what's important out of all that going forward is the most important thing. Yeah, that's great advice. So a mentor outside of your teachers or outside of your clinical instructors, is that what you mean? Yeah, somebody that's like, because me and you were like on a very personal level. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just helpful to kind of sit down and have those conversations versus your instructor who's grading you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just, it's a little different. Right. So reaching out to someone outside of your immediate circle to get Mm -hmm. that unbiased feedback. Now you're graduating, you'll be finished with everything in August, but you still have to take the MPTE. So what is your approach to that? Well, I did buy the two review books that a couple students had recommended to me, but I'm going to be taking exam after exam just to kind of get into the flow of things, make sure I know how the questions are worded, maybe where I might be more limited in knowledge, and then study in depth from there. But I think I know so much already from all of my lectures. I have it all in here. I just need to kind of get into the test-taking arena. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think it's a great idea to figure out your weakest link, so to speak, and then be able to kind of concentrate on those. Because if you're already really proficient in something, you don't want to keep studying and concentrating on something you're already really proficient in. You want to kind of find those weak links so that when you go in for the test, you're prepared. And from what I've heard from uh, a lot of different students is that taking the test over and over again is definitely a big help. And learning how to take the test. Mm-hmm. Learning how That's those, probably the endurance game is it's the going to be big on this. Absolutely. Because how many questions are there? I don't even know. I, I think there's 200. I think there's 200 too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. That's a lot of, that's a lot of test taking in one day. Um, but I have the utmost confidence in you and we will perhaps check back in with you closer to the summer to sort of see how the prep work is going. Cause I think it'll be good for other students to hear how you're preparing. Um, <laughs> and then we'll see what happens after you take the test. Okay, no pressure. No pressure or anything, you know. Um, Okay, now let's go into wrapping up this year with the podcast. So, first thing we'll do is we'll kind of go through the top 10 episodes of the year, and we'll have all of this up on the show notes for this episode. So, if if you don't feel like going through iTunes for X amount of time, you can just click on and go. So, Number one, I I know Julie and I, not surprised, but number one was David Butler. (laughs) Um, People will not be surprised. You started the year off with a bang. We we started the year off last year. The release date was uh, January 2nd, 2017. So David Butler, Explain Pain Supercharged, number one podcast episode of the year. Number two, Laura Mermosley, The Pain Revolution. Number three, Professor Peter O'Sullivan, Reconceptualizing Pain. I think we're sensing something here, right? Um, Number four, Andrew (laughs) Vygotsky, Do Biomechanics Matter? Number five, Joe Gibson, The Unstable Shoulder. That was number five. Number six is Sex Part Three with Sandy Hilton, Sarah Haig, and Jason Falvey. And I'm pretty sure it's just because it has sex in the title. Um, <laughs> with, that was five, right? Number six is Dr. Bart Dinnigan, ACL Rehab and Return to Play. Number seven is Dr. Liam West, Sports Medicine as a New Clinician. He'll be happy to hear that. 
Number eight is Dr. Joe Tata, The Evolution of a Physical Therapy Career. Number nine is Dr. Mie Fonesca, Preparing for the MPTE. And I'll definitely listen to that one. Yes, that is a good one. And number 10 is Olivia Charlet, who is the, a life coach in the UK, following your cravings. So we have quite an interesting mix in uh, the top 10 from last year, or I'm sorry, from 2017. So Julie, which one, you've listened to all of them, obviously. Which one was, which one really resonated with you? One of my favorites, and I don't know if this is just because I listened to Ben at the San Diego Pain Mm -hmm. Summit, Mm -hmm. but I really enjoyed Ben Cormack's episode because he's really a proponent for just moving and moving in a way that your patient is comfortable with. And I I just thought that his episode was very practical, especially for me because I'm in school right now and I happen to have patients that I'm prescribing exercises for. So I really enjoyed that episode the most. Yeah. And I think, to be honest, I I don't think we can discount the accent. I don't think we can. (laughs) I don't think you can discount the accent on that. I really, really think it makes a difference. I mean, look at the three people in the top. All have accents. (laughs) Is that a coincidence? I don't know. Um, actually, one, two, three. Out of the top five, they all have accents except for Andrew Vygotsky. And, but Andrew is like literally the smartest person alive. So there you go. It all makes sense. Um, for me, I mean, I, I, it's hard for me to separate myself from each episode because I really do learn from each one. I'm grateful mm-hmm. and thankful for all of the people who've been on the podcast this year. So it is really difficult for me to to choose one, but I guess I can choose one of the experiences that I really enjoyed this year was the interview with Professor Peter O'Sullivan because it was live at CSM in front of a room of students and it makes me happy knowing that the students that were there had the chance to like get to know him, to ask him questions because he was speaking in front of a thousand people. Like you, you think you're really going to get a question answered there? And <laughs> excuse me, he was so funny. Like at one point, literally lying on the ground, like lounging back and asking questions, which was, <laughs> you know, just one of those moments that was unexpected and really made for a lot of fun. So I guess out of all of the recordings, that was certainly the most memorable for me. And it was also a really fun episode to, to go back and re-listen to. Um, but overall, I mean, I have to say I'm super grateful and thankful for all the people who, had, who agreed to come on because, you know, it's not easy to, to find the time in your day and to give up part of your day to come on and do this podcast. As Julie and I are doing this right now, it's a Friday night. Well, it's Friday night for me. You're in California. It's Friday <laughs> afternoon. Um, so it's, it, it just it makes a big difference. And I, I just want to thank everyone. I want to thank Julie for being uh, hugely, hugely influential into what this podcast has become. Courtney Parkman, who is my virtual assistant. So every time you see the graphics, people are loving those new videos. Know that I don't do them. At all. That is not me. That is 100% Courtney. One thing that I think a big lesson that I learned this year is that 
know what you love to do, know what you're good at, and know what someone's going to pay you for. And one thing that I found out very quickly is like, I love doing graphics, but I'm not good at it. And it takes me forever. I don't love writing. Julie's a much better writer than me. So these are things that I knew if I tried to do all of this, the podcast would not be as successful as it was. So thanks to Julie and thanks to Courtney for being part of the team. And, you know, we've already have, how many podcasts do we have recorded for next year? I think we have like 20 or something. There's so many. So we've done so many for next year. January, we're going to be starting off with a lot of like kick-ass female entrepreneurs and PTs. So we have Jen Esker, who is just this phenom on Instagram and social media and has a lot of forward-facing programs for the general public. So I'm really excited to have her on. We have the founder of Cora, which is this sort of delivery like tampon delivery service and what they do is for every person that purchases one they send a box to children or to young girls in India and in um, Africa because in these places they don't have any access to anything for when girls sort of start to get their period so most girls drop out of school and never finish their education because of something that's just naturally occurring So super excited to have Molly Hayward on. She's the founder of Cora, which is awesome. And did an interview with Nick Tuminello. So that's going to come out. Another one with Andrew Vygotsky and Nicholas Rolnick, which is coming out. Oh, Dr. Fritz Boatner talking about total hip replacements. Um, (laughs) But so a a lot of good stuff coming out for next year that I'm pretty excited about and And we'll be at CSM and we'll be at Sports Congress in Copenhagen. So we'll be covering Sports Congress. We'll be covering CSM. We're going to be going to Sri Lanka for the Sri Lanka Sports and Exercise Medicine Conference and then out to Amsterdam uh, for a PT conference there all uh, with the podcast covering all of these conferences. So we'll be able to bring you news from around the world next year. That's really exciting. So I'm psyched. How about you? So Julie, what are you excited about for next year? Even if it's not podcast stuff, just in general. Finishing school. Well, I'm excited to go visit (laughs) you in New York. Yes, of course. (laughs) Yeah. And also, once I have my PT license, I'm going to start my practice. Yes, which is exciting. And, and, you know, another thing that might be, not to put Julie on the spot or anything, but it might be fun to kind of chronicle (laughs) your setting up your practice right out of school. I like this. It'll keep me very accountable. Yeah, it'll keep you accountable. It'll be a great learning experience for everyone. So maybe we can, we'll, we'll put that in the books for sort of the summer as you start getting ready for graduation and, and what you're doing behind the scenes now. Might be yeah. nice to have an, a little, we'll sort of chronicle that and then maybe put it into one podcast at some point. It could be like the PT side hustle series. We yeah, could do something yeah, like yeah. that. Exactly, exactly. It'll be the, the new... Uh, Fresh, fresh grad starting out, you know, the fresh grad entrepreneur, um, which sounds good to me. So, um, Julie, I just, of course, want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing some great advice for students today. So thanks so much. 
Yeah, thank you, Karen. You also need some thanks because you put so much work into the show and you provide so much valuable information and it's greatly enhancing our profession. So thank you, Karen. Oh, well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And everyone else, thanks so much for tuning in this year and downloading and sharing and giving such great feedback. I truly appreciate it. So everyone have a very, very happy new year and start out 2018 uh, staying healthy, wealthy, and smart. Thank you for listening and please subscribe to the podcast at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media. 